War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot 103. It is November 21st. It is 9.04 at night. It is 58 degrees outside. We are heading home. I say we. Baby Bloggle and I are heading home from the tailgate after Auburn has defeated the Idaho Vandals 56-34. to that 34 might sound a little scary, or not scary, but just bad, I guess you could say. But from about the third drive on in the third quarter, maybe the second drive on in the third quarter, um, Auburn played there pretty much everybody on the field. I don't know if all the walk-ons played, but it was close. Um, so I'd say, what, probably two touchdowns, two of their touchdowns, maybe 17 are the points because they kicked two field goals. Um, probably came in with, with the scrubs, if you want to call them. They're not scrubs, but that's what you call them. The fourth, the third and fourth stringers. Um, the people you see on A-Day. The, you know, whatever. So, you know, a lot of people might look at it and go, yeah, Auburn scored 56. Looks like they kind of got some stuff fixed. But they gave up 34 to Idaho. Well, let's look at this. Idaho has scored 40 points in multiple games this year, and I'm not trying to make that sound good. They did it against Sunbelt teams. But still, they have an offense that can move the ball. Um, and again, they were moving most of it against Auburn's third and fourth string. Yeah, they went down the field once or twice. But they also defense also picked the ball off in the end zone. Uh, Rudy Ford picked one off about the 30, about the 40-yard line, ran it all back all the way back for a touchdown. They caused another fumble. Um, it's just one of those it's one of those not as good team offenses that they run the spread They and it's one of those teams that kind of it makes it, it's a well actually it's kind of a, a it was a Paul Petrino offense but it's more like a Bobby Petrino offense where they kind of run the zone read a little bit but then they throw it around the field and that's what they did they threw it all over the place they outgained us passing by a lot I think um, but it's one of those those offenses that just dinks and dunks and then when they get down to the 20 they kind of struggle uh, because you can't dink and dunk anymore down there um, and so that's why Auburn was able to pick a few off and stop them in the help they got down to like the half yard line and held them to a field goal and and all that so I'm not worried about the defense at all in this kind of game Alabama is next and they're not going to run that kind of offense and you know what you're going to get with Alabama's offense it's going to be Derrick Henry up the middle and then a few bombs that's just what they do, and that's not what Idaho did today. As far as the offense, 56 points, and that was with Jeremy coming out probably maybe the last drive of the third quarter he didn't play. Jonathan Wallace came in, and then uh, Tucker Tuberville came in, so that was good to see him in there. He didn't get to, he did run a ball, run a draw up the middle, which was kind of cool. Um, his dad, Tommy, was in attendance after taking a humongous beating by South Florida last night, but Tommy was there. Uh, multiple multiple people saw him and tweeted about it. So that was probably good to see his son get his only playing time he'll probably ever get at Auburn. Um, but back to the offense, the, when it was playing, you know, Jeremy, they threw the ball downfield a little bit more. They threw After, after they, they threw some bombs, you know, they threw one to Ricardo, um, two or three of the touchdowns. They were touchdown passes, which was good. Uh, which we only had seven on the season, so I guess we have, what, nine or ten now? So that's an improvement. Um, there were still some passes that were a little high, but all in all, I don't know what the what the actual 
I didn't see what the actual um, pass to catch ratio was, but I don't remember too many drops and too many bad passes. Um, maybe some down by the end zone and maybe one by Jason Smith, but it was kind of what you want to see out of the offense. You could tell it was a little bit of let's try some new things out, especially once it was a three or four touchdown lead. Um, it was a little bit different what we've seen. We didn't see much carry on Johnson running the Wildcat, maybe a few times. I feel like they didn't do that because they know what they've got with that. Uh, but Javon um, ran well. Peyton ran, ran well as well. But you can kind of see them maybe putting Javon in there a little bit more. Peyton started, but then Javon ran the next two or three drives, moved it down the field. Uh, Peyton, I have not seen any stats or numbers at all. Um, but I think Peyton needed like 100 yards to get – um, a thousand on the season. I'm not sure he got that. It, well, I think we ran for a little over 300. Rock Thomas had about 60 on one play. Javon had a lot. Jeremy probably had 30. So I don't know if he got it, but if he plays a drive or two next week, he should probably get it. And with the bowl game, which there we go. We're in the bowl. We're bowl eligible. What do you say, baby? Bloggle War Eagle? War Eagle. Um, so at minimum, we're going to go to the Birmingham Bowl, I'd say. Because Missouri, did Missouri win tonight? Oh, they were losing. They have one more game that's winnable, I think. So they're going to be bowl eligible. We'll go to a better bowl than them. Uh, Birmingham Bowl is not the lowest bowl the Independence Bowl is. So I'd say worst case, we're going to go to the ninth best bowl in the SEC. Could maybe sneak up to the Belt Bowl. They know, Look, bowls know that Auburn fans travel. And they always go to a bowl game that's better than what they should. I mean, last year we went to the Outback Bowl and we were what seven and five? No, seven and what were we? Seven and what? I don't know. We were some seven or eight wins, and the same thing in two thousand nine. I think we had seven or eight wins and went there. And that seems like one of the upper tier bowls or like middle to upper tier bowls for the SEC. Um, they just know Auburn travels, and I feel like. We still have the Belk Bowl or something like that in us. And it's kind of funny how, like, beginning of the season, I was like, if we go to the Belk Bowl, that is the most embarrassing thing. You're going to a bowl named after a department store. But right now I'm like, yeah, Belk Bowl, best bowl ever, baby. Georgia went to it last year. Can't be that bad, right? Um, Georgia whooped us last year and went to the Belk Bowl. But anyway, before we get to Belk, before we get to bowls, uh, today was today was good. I mean, Again, I, me being, if we're going to win, it's it's good when you can win and find negatives. And the negative was just that you see 34 on the scoreboard by them. Um, Auburn could have scored 70 probably. If they left Jeremy in there and left the starters in there, they could have scored over 70. And if they left the starters on defense, they probably wouldn't have given up more than 27, 24, something like that. So it doesn't matter. It's a big win. I don't care what anybody – Auburn, the outside world sees Auburn is terrible now. Um, so, oh, and I want to say something about that. The, the, everybody throws out the blanket statement, Auburn sucks. You know, even Auburn fans say it. Some Auburn fans do. No. South Carolina losing to Citadel today sucks. Florida needing overtime to beat Florida Atlantic, who had won two games this year. That sucks. Florida, there's times when I feel like Auburn could have played bad and beaten Florida this year. Auburn could have played like they did against, um, I don't know. They they, they might have beaten Georgia. They might have beaten uh, Florida the way they played against Georgia last week. It's an. I mean, 
we made fun of the Missouri of Missouri winning the East, but Florida might be one of. The, look at their schedule; though. they're still ten and one, but they might be one of the worst SEC East champions ever. They barely beat Vandy, barely beat Kentucky. Should have lost to Florida Atlantic today. Um, they, it's embarrassing, but they're still ten and one. That's the crazy thing about the East, and that's the awful thing about the East. Um, so quit saying blanket statement Auburn sucks. Central Florida haven't won a game this year. That suck. South Carolina's won three or four and lost to, to the Citadel. That is suck. Just not being a national championship contender when you thought you were and only winning six games so far, that's just not good. Not what you expected. It's been a weird year. Auburn's best three players either played half the season or are not on the team anymore. That's the problem. That was the problem this year. So, anyway, I don't want to get into a rant. But, uh, so, yeah, 6-5. and five, Got Alabama next week. Stop Derrick Henry on the first three drives and we'll win. We'll get the, it'll get the crowd pumped. It's a home game. You never know. I don't, I don't know why Alabama's gone to absolute elite status and Auburn's trash. This is not 2011. This isn't 2012. Auburn played bad against Georgia on offense last week, and that all of a sudden means Alabama's going to kill Auburn. Did you see what LSU has done since Alabama played them? They've lost three in a row. LSU is not elite. Everybody wanted to give it back to Alabama. Everybody acts like the Alabama-LSU winner is just the best team in the world. Look what's happened. LSU lost to Arkansas. LSU lost to Ole Miss. Everybody put LSU up on a pedestal when they beat Auburn by three touchdowns on Auburn's worst game of the season in Death Valley. And then they beat Florida by a touchdown, which how awful does that look right now? And then Alabama beating them means, oh, Alabama's back. Forget that one loss to Ole Miss. Alabama's back. They're their top, top three team in the nation. I'm not saying they're not good. But you wanted to call LSU awesome because they beat Auburn in Florida. That didn't really mean anything this year. And then you want to call Alabama awesome because they beat LSU. What does that mean right now? Not much. So, I'm not throwing in a throwing in the towel. I don't think – I think if Alabama wins by ne- wins next week, it'll be by less than 10. I think it'll be 9 – I'll say 10. 10 max. We, I mean, obviously, the offense has to play a lot better. I'm not going to get into this right now. That's for this, that's for this whole week. Auburn beat Idaho today. Score 56 points. The starters probably could have scored 70. The defense played all right. Made stops and had to. Picked off the balls. Picked off the balls, I said. Intercepted. All that good stuff. It was a game they needed. It went on way too long. Paul Petrino called two timeouts with less than two minutes left in the game. Down 22 points so his offense could get the ball and do something. And try to score more points and and look like they scored 40 against Auburn. And that was... One of the, probably the best, the last stand of the game when they had when Auburn had their third and fourth string, stringers in there, they lit them up. That was good to see. I was excited about that because once a Petrino, always a Petrino, trying to do dumb things. All right, that's it. Auburn is six and five. Iron Bowl is up. Let's do it. Blogglespot, spot number one hundred three done. War Eagle.